Praise God. If you love Jesus, would you make some noise in this room? Come on, open your mouth and give God praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call you. How many love him tonight? How many know him tonight? Amen. While you're standing, I promise you, if the Lord says the same, we are not going to penalize you, but it is so great to be here tonight at the winning church, 31 years of serving God. Thank God so much for Dr. Harvey B.B., Dr. Veronica G.B., legendary, legendary leaders. Amen. Thank God for their children and family. Thank God for this church family. Now, if you really love Bishop B and Lady B, I want you to give God some good praise for this great dynamic duo, this power couple that God has blessed us with. Come on, make some noise. Make the devil mad. Make him nervous that you celebrate great leadership, that you celebrate the set man and woman that God has placed in your life. Hallelujah. I interrupted my birthday to be here. I wanted to be here so bad. I said, I said well, it's my birthday, but I'm going to celebrate at the winning church tonight. Amen. With my good friend. Now, I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't call everybody my friend. I'm, I can't hear you. Just like I don't say everybody is my brother or my sister. But down through the years, Bishop B and Lady B and their family, they've proven to be great, great friends. People that you can count on. I'm going to say this and I'm going to dive right into something. What you don't find a lot of in Christendom right now is consistency. People are one thing one day and something else the other day. Now, you didn't, get, you didn't get the memo, but folk don't believe you somebody until somebody else think you're somebody. But I want to pause God, want to pause right here and thank God for people that can see who you are before you know who you are. That have enough vision that they can peer in and see that you're not only a diamond in the rough, but you're somebody special. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And so, amen, having said that, I honor you all to the highest. And my lovely wife, oh, God. She's the apple in my pie. She's the cream in my coffee. And it's not coffee mate. Her, to Bishop Kelly, Lady Kelly, to all of our guests, to all of you who are here. Uh, I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about. I need you to do me one favor, though. Again, I, I did take the time. I'm excited to be here. I've got so much to say, I'm trying to cram a quart into a pint. Amen. I want you to I want you want to get in here and get out of get you out of here so you can make the 11 o'clock news tonight. Thank God, I see. Minister Lavaris, that Minister Lavaris, how you, sir? Got did did, did did tea come? All right, and oh, you brought some more help with you. Thank you. 
good God, we got some people here that came because they love us too and they, they're part of us. My son, Kenneth Jr., is here. That rather dashing young fellow over there. Reach over and get your neighbor's hand. Squeeze it so they'll know what a miracle feels like. Amen. If you don't like them, it's too late to move now. Kind Father, again, we thank you for allowing us to come together. We praise you for this grand occasion. We thank you for the set man and woman of God. We appreciate so very much this opportunity to encourage someone that we know is a, an excellent leader. And God, I thank you for putting Lady B and Bishop B in my life, into my life. And the blessing that they've been down through the years and just knowing them is a blessing. Thank you for this wonderful church. Thank you for every transition and every transformation that this ministry has taken, that you have led the entire way. We want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you that we are not, we are not steeped in mediocrity, but we are going higher and higher with the help of the Lord. Lord, anoint the word, send it tonight, send it with power, let it be a blessing to your people and all of those who will be a partaker. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake, and all of God's people said amen. Amen. You may take your seat if you could. There's so much that I really, really would love to say. Uh, there, there are so many times in my own personal life, uh, my mind goes back uh, before Bishop and uh, Lady B started the church. Amen. They would come and be with us sometime. Evangelist Flynn and I would do crusades, and we would, we would be over at International City, I believe That's it right. is. And I believe it, after one of those meetings, he came up to us and he said that we're starting a church and we would love for you all to pray with us. And I remember we prayed together and the next thing I know, there was a Christian fellowship church being birthed. I wish I had a praying church. And I can't, I don't know how many of y'all remember Curtis Street, but I remember having some church over on Curtis Street. Lord have mercy. Yes, and you couldn't run around as much in Curtis Street as you could. Because if you ran too much, you'd be outdoors. You'd be, you'd be done run right on out. <laughs> but Lord Church, I, don't, I know you remember Pastor, uh, Pastor Michael Coley. Michael Coley. Pastor Coley uh, shared a testimony that, and I'm, I don't want to get it, tell his business, but he said one of those revivals that we were there, and he came and sat in the back, and he talked about how God ministered to him right there on Curtis Street. And I mean to tell you, and the rest is he's just moving in leaps and bounds. God knows what he's doing. How many folk trust God tonight? Oh, my God. You can trust him. And I got it from a good source that something big is getting ready to happen for you. make me work. I, I say something big is getting ready to happen. The reason why the enemy is fighting you so much right now is because God's got something big in store for you. If, if I was going to take a text, it, well, you don't have to turn there right now, but it would be from the book of Ephesians 
chapter number four, I believe it is. We don't have to turn there right now because I got a couple of things that I really want to say before I get into, into that. Um, uh, I'm on this thing about, about really making every day my masterpiece. Doing my best every single day. I know that there's more to you than meets the eye. Hey, Marcus, but Marcus, bless you. There's more to you, and that's what the enemy, the enemy has underestimated you. Because he thought that you were going to be satisfied with yesterday. Oh, my God. Help me, Holy Ghost. So many folk get satisfied with what they've already done. But you're, you're in the midst of, 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 of some leaders, hallelujah, that, that keeps moving the bar. And the reason they keep moving the bar is because God keeps moving the bar. Would you believe if I tell you that God expects more out of us now that we are maturing? Amen. Life is lived on levels. And arrived at in stages, and Dr. Yard Bernard said, and it's arrived at in seasons. Lived on levels, arrived at in stages. And, and see, and see, you had experience rather in seasons. You, you're about to experience a new season of life. Something that you've never experienced before. And I found myself, let me, I'm trying to stay calm because I don't want to go too fast. I found out that God is doing so much for me now that it's, it's blowing my mind. like the way you smile. Hallelujah. God is blowing out my And he wants to do, listen to what he said, exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or even think. I believe I'm sent tonight to try to get somebody just not to settle. Maybe, maybe it's you. Not to settle. You, you don't have to settle for mediocrity because really, as Opt Optimus, Prime, Optimus Prime said, there's more to you than meets the eye. I can't hear nobody. I'm a, oh, shucks, I feel. One of the dangers, one of the dangers when you look at somebody is to try to size them up. And think that you know all about them just because you look at them. Sometimes I get tickled. I get tickled. It, it, it tickles me sometimes how people, because when, when they look at you, they don't expect much. They've already made their determination. They, Y'all, they said, they, they think they know where you came from. But how many would agree there's some things about your life that folk don't know? That you've been through some things that really, if the truth be told, qualifies you, literally overqualifies you for the next level. I used to tell people that was in a hurry, I never tried to be, and I, I admire God knows, I, if, if, you, if my wife will tell you, I admire Bishop B, Lady B, I brag and talk about them all the time. Amen. I probably say too much. Because when you know sometimes if you talk about people too much, as soon as you bring the name up, people put that little stank look on their face. 
You ain't never been around them. They put a little stank look on their face. They, and again, there's some people that don't want you to be connected with certain people. Don't shout me down. Now, there's some people that don't want you to be connected with people that could change your circumstances. I heard many years ago, there's always somebody watching you that can affect your life positively or negatively. That's why I practice being consistent. Now, if I love you, I love you. You don't have to do anything special. When I call or text you, you don't, we're not in a race or we're not in any competition. Whether you text me back, call me back, it don't matter. Y'all ain't saying nothing. My love is not based on your performance. You know, some, some folk, amen to God, they love you as long as you're doing what they want you to do. I know you haven't met them yet. Just keep on living. There's some people that only love you as long as you're dancing to their music. As long as everything they ask you is okay, yes. But the minute you have to, and church folks the same, you, you really know what you got when you have to tell somebody no. If I wasn't called a pastor, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pastoring if I wasn't called a pastor. Matter of fact, if I wasn't anointed to do it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. And if you want this job, something wrong with you. Either something really wrong or you really been called. I'm going to let it sink in. I'm not going to run too fast. I'm going to let you think about it. Before I, I was, I, when I was growing up as a child, I used to mock the preachers and mimic the preachers and try to pretend to be a preacher. And I did that till he called me. Then after he called me, I didn't want to preach no more. After I saw what was in it, I said, no, you can go on with that. Oh, that's all right. There's enough of them out there not doing it. Y'all go ahead. But according to recent studies, four to 5,000 pastors quit each year. Four to 5,000. In the, in the time that you all have started this church, we, we can't even count the churches that have started and stopped in the 31 years that you all have begun. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I've, I've, I've seen people that one minute they call to preach, the next minute they not. Well, the, the danger in that is, is, is when you have to lead somebody. And you're trying to lead somebody and you don't know where you're going. I'm really afraid of all these new revelations these folks is coming up with. Man, I'm glad you're on that organ. E flat, E flat, E flat. E flat, what it sound like? E flat. Well, hold on, I'm coming there after a while. You come, you come there after a while. You, you know, it, the, the beauty of it is the people are leading people astray. And there's a, I don't know how to call it other than there's a cultish spirit out here now. That doesn't have to have truth with it. People are into a lot of delusion and illusion. 
and deception. It, God had already warned us. He said in these last days, except these days be shortened, there would no flesh be saved. Because folk are following any and every kind of thing. When you got 70 some million Americans that's still trying to do something crazy. I don't know if they want me to take my time, Reverend. <laughs> but I'm going to do my best. It's a, it's a mixed up spirit. And even in the church, glory to God, you have to be careful because you always got somebody, parking lot prophets. That's always got something extra. I've got them. Now, now you ain't, don't tell them I told you. But I already see. How in the heaven? You can't say amen or nothing during the service. But at the end of the service, you're all over the church everywhere. I heard, was it Lil John say, what? How you, don't, how you can't say nothing good about the pastor and always got something to say? Stevie Wonder can see this a, a wonderful church. And I'm trying to figure out how some of you, how you can't, how you can't discern real leadership when you see it. The Bible is so clear when it says, mock the perfect man. And behold the upright, but the end of that man is peace. When you see somebody that whatever they touch, God bless. It, that's not rocket science. When you see God using somebody's life, that their life speaks louder than their words. I wish I had a praying church now. Woo I don't believe in following. I'm not going to follow just anything. I'm not going to follow just anybody. Let the church say amen. And and you can't give me no boo-boo and make me think it's peanut butter. In some of the pulpits in America, folks is getting, getting boo-boo. They getting duped. They being bamboozled. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Holiness is still right. It's still right to do right. God don't bless no mess. He don't sponsor no flop. He's not in all of this foolishness. I know I'm on, I'm on my own right now. I'm going to pick up a few of y'all down the road at one of the rest stops. I'm going to get you. 45,000 pastors quit every year. They don't quit because they have a lack of faith in God. They don't quit because they don't believe in the calling that God has placed on their life. Most don't even quit because of financial reasons. Sometimes pastors quit because they're just overwhelmed and mentally exhausted. Dealing with us. I know they're going to shout me down, Bishop. But we don't hear, y'all don't say too much to us till it's a big old problem. Y'all, they said, I heard Bishop Noah Jones say one time, call me when the problem is $50. Don't wait till it's 5000 
Lord Jesus. And the people that's always wanting, well, I'm going to leave that one. I'm going to leave that one off. The, I'll leave that one off the table. Then. Pastors are exa exhausted. Glory to God. But the people that wear them out usually is the people that don't support the church. Tell your neighbor, go on and just nudge your neighbor so they know. Say, he's not talking about you. He's not talking about you. He's just talking about somebody you know. Until you're a pastor, you'll never fully understand what it's like to carry a spiritual burden for people. You carry people that don't carry you. Hold on. You carry people that don't even like you. And if they like you, sometimes they don't like your wife. That was a good place to say amen. This thick coat got me. I'm finna take it off. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. This stuff you have to say sometimes. Amen. Sometimes we, we, we don't have no set hours. There's one fellow, one fellow, he'll say, he'll say, uh, he, he put it on out there. He said, now if you, if you, uh, if you need me after 10 o'clock, say better call 911. <laughs> but most, <laughs> most pastors don't do that. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We on 24-hour call. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We ready to come, and, and listen, we'll roll right out and keep right on going, just like the fire department. Y'all ain't saying And if you ain't careful, most times we got to put some fires out, too, when we go. I can't hear nobody talking. Praying for our families and amen. And, and, and sometimes the, the concerns, amen, of people, we, we are concerned about you. We're not just concerned about what you can do for us. We're concerned about you. Because most of us, if we were in it for the finances, we would have been quit. I know I would have. Let me speak for myself. Y'all, they said, get somebody up there stingy trying to receive an offering. Talking about, is it a quarter in God's church? If you don't get away from up there, we, 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 Reb, we can't pay you for what you, what you done. Well, try. Put something on it. Lay it away. already know you can't, but at least take a stab at it. Look how they look at me. Look how they look at these people looking at me. They were talking about Super Bowl tickets, $10,000 and more. And it was packed. People paying to go sit outside. In Green Bay. They sit outside in the snow. We almost have to pay people to come inside the church. It don't happen in middle Georgia, but down in the south sometimes, southeast Georgia, folks, Sunday morning, they look, look at them talking about, look like it's going to rain. I better not go today. High in the heavens, you can't go to church when it's raining, but you can go to the yard sale. 
Rev, I'm messing up bad. I can tell. I'm messing up. I got a few more. Hold on. We can go anywhere we want to go. Go to the football game. And some of y'all, when you go, you don't never sit down. I'm trying to figure out where we get all this energy from for other things. And when we come to church, we never clap our hands. We never oh my mouth. We never. We wait on the praise team. Sing me happy. Wait on the preacher. Preach me happy. What did you bring? A cup full of happy with you to the service? Would you give me something to work with? Would you throw me a pill that I can drop in some water or something? Because you do know we can build an ambiance. We can build, we can build through our praise when we open our mouth. We can build something that the devil can't tear down. When you open your mouth and let your, your spirit begin to give God praise, when your praises go up, the blesser come down. You, you want God to show up, you got to invite him. He comes where he invites. He's invited. How do you invite him? When you open your mouth and make a joyful. <laughs> Some of us, we were taught, we were taught when we came to church, we were taught to be engaged through the whole service. But these folk take breaks and. We be trying to wait on something spectacular to happen when you can make something happen by your involvement in worship. Hold it. Worship is not for the praise team. Worship is for God. You ain't trying to make the pastor happy. You're trying to make God happy. And when you get God's attention by opening your mouth, Lean on somebody and ask them, do you really know how to come to church? <laughs> you can get anything God wants, God has, if you treat him right. Can I say that again? You can get anything God has if you just treat him right. Give him what he wants. Your reason for coming here, yes, to honor Bishop, but to give God what he wants. What does God want? He tells you plain, my worship. Honor me with your whole heart. Nobody can stop you. I don't worry about oh, just about the haters. Who cares? At this, at this stage of your life, who who gives a flying nun? Can't nobody stop you when you know how to bless God. And holy, when you come to church, you don't base anything on how you feel. You check your feelings at the door. 
It's all about him once I get in here. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name because the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting and it's true. People right now, you got people around you, don't make me tell you, you got people around you that's trying to figure out how did you make it, how have you made it through all these years and you've got a secret. You know how to worship. There are people in here, you didn't start from where you are now. Some of us started from the bottom. But our praise wouldn't let us stay down there. Some of us didn't have a, a pot to cook in and a window to throw it out of, but we praised God until he gave us a whole set of pots. We blessed God until God gave us a shelf. I need you to grab somebody. Don't knock their wig off. Tell them you may not know it, but I came from somewhere, honey. I came. It ain't always been like this. We hadn't always had it like this, but because we stayed with the law. <laughs> they see your glory, but they don't know your story. They don't know that, that a lot of where you are now, amen, was birthed. God let you water it with tears. Glory to God. I, keep, I need to say it again. You are, you are here. There's at least 12 of you. Amen to God. You've been underestimated. But before March the 31st, there's some people that's going to know you in the room, honey. I say before March the 31st, they're going to know you in the room. Matter of fact, the Holy Ghost say, God is making room for you. God has given you space and he's going to give you a seat at the table. <laughs> you better hear me tonight. For somebody that's moving right now, God is giving you a seat at the table. And it ain't going to be no just any seat either. Holy Ghost said there's authority in the seat that he's giving you. You're in this room tonight and somebody's been watching you. I see promotion all over you. And I don't know where this word is coming up from the rear. Amen to God. You are here tonight and you thought you were at your end, but God is giving you a benefactor. You're about to enter into a new season of benefits. God's going to give you stuff you didn't even pray about or pray for. But because you responded correctly in your suffering years, he's getting ready to give you some overflow. Let me say it again. You, acted re you responded correctly in your suffering years. 2024, did you get the memo? My birthday is, is February 28th. But then we got now leap year. Amen to God. For anybody that'll shout tonight, God's getting ready to speed up your process. 
you're going to get what he promised in less time than was predicted. Hear me well, you're going to get what it was promised in less time than was predicted. You're going to get what was promised in less time than was predicted. This is a leap year. This ain't for everybody. It's for at least seven of you. God say he's going to let you take the bypass. Yes, Lord. And I don't know. I, I just saw something real different for me. Amen. Where some enemies was trying to put a barrier between you and your breakthrough, you and your blessing. And that's why God said he letting you take the bypass. Can I talk to you just now? I'm trying to get back to the body. Can I talk? Some of us, some of you, and then I, I know for me personally as well, the enemy tries to keep us from around people who make our baby jump. He tries to keep us away from people that's going to speak life to our circumstances. He wants us to be around dead folk. Negative folk. But you're entering a season now where God is strategically placing the right people in your path. Watch what I'm telling you. Over the next seven days, but the entire month of, month of March, God's going to put you with people that's going to cause you to move. You're not just going to break out. You're breaking through. Am I talking to anybody in this house? Now, I, I prayed before I opened my mouth. So I, this is the Holy Ghost coming here. This is not me. Seramondo Rokoshia. I hear in the Holy Ghost, God says, but this is for people that desire it. You're going to find yourself operating in a double anointing. The anointing is increasing. Those that want the anointing, you ain't got to come up, but just stand up. If you want God to use you and the anointing to increase in your life. That you've been, and some of you have even been praying about ministry gifts. And wanting God to use you in a greater way. And the Holy Ghost, is, the Spirit is leading. God's getting ready to show you the, 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 the five-fold ministry, but the gifts of the Spirit are about to operate, Bishop, like never before in the winning church. Every time you come, I want you to understand, I felt it tonight. There's an unadorable side. There's an anointing that God is releasing in this house. And it's not just for you. It's for the people that you got to contact. This is what I need to tell you. I'm trying to. Your obedience is the key to your next level. Your shout is good. Your praise is good. But your obedience to simple instruction. Whatever comes out of the man and woman of God's mouth. Don't just hear it with these. Hear it with this. 
And whatever you make happen according to his vision, God's going to make double happen for you in your life. I hear the Holy Ghost say, in this season, there's going to be no shortage of resources. I need you to tell three people, tell them God is our source. And he's sending resources. I need you to say it again. Say, God is our source. He's sending resources. Point at somebody and say, from this, from this day forward, you'll never like anything. You'll never like anything. You will never like anything. Another day in your life. Spirit of lack gone. Heart in between opinions, gone. Not knowing what to do next, gone. Spirit of stability. You're not going to vacillate. You're not going to seesaw, teeter-top. Enemy's not going to be able to push you around. Circumstances are not going to be able to manipulate you. what the Holy Ghost said. The key, to, the key in this season is obedience. He's often told me, he, he said, I don't need for you to preach for me to bless you. He said, I just need for you to be obedient. Not what they think, not how people see, but what I tell you, speak what I tell you. Go where I tell you. I'm here on assignment. There's a word. This is a word. This is, this is just setting the stage for what's to come. You're going you're gonna to see higher and higher, but this is setting the stage. Foundational. There's some people that can't go nowhere because they don't have foundation. The reason these people have been able to last is because their, their roots are reason that they can help you and me is because when the sun comes out and things are fighting, they're so, they're so anchored and so grounded, it doesn't move them. You've got to get to a place where everything don't move you. I hear the Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. I'm trying to get to something. He won't let me right now. <laughs> Lift those hands. There's something in the room. There's an anointing. I hear God saying new levels. Fresh anointing. For some of the brothers in here, God is speaking to you. There's going to be a fresh fire that's falling on, on our brothers. You're going to have a desire to lead like you've never had before. And you're going to lead with, can I, are y'all together? Can I pray for the two of you? Young men, and you, you, can I pray for y'all? Yeah. I want to pray for both of you. I was, I was led to this message really because 
And this, this is going to be a sign that God has heard you. But not only he heard you, he always heard you. And everything he promised you, he's going to do. I see in you a desire. It's, 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 I can't even hardly describe what I see that's in you. And what God is going to do as y'all pray together. I see a head and I see everything connected to you. Like, this, like the song said, everything attached to you is going to win. And you're one of the ones, I don't know what you do, I don't know how you do it, but I see promotion, I see favor on you. Daddy, Sababo. Tarandi se como shabahasa. And even as I speak to you tonight, I see you going deep. Asando robo hosha. Ande robo hosha. I see favor. I see blessings. I see breakthrough. Your desire was so until I had to call you out. I didn't. I was trying not to. Because I wanted to. But, but the Holy Spirit. Something seasonal. Something shifted. You needed it to. And after the night, you're going to feel whatever was going to be. You're going to feel it strong. Hey! Somebody scream hallelujah in now, if you'll open your mouth, the, the blessing that's on them, something's coming your way right now. God's going to multiply. He's going to multiply. It's not going to be drip drop. There's going to be a flow. You hear what I said? There's so much so, and I can't do it. It's going to be like the blessing is following you. It's going to overtake you. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. So my obedience, not your obedience, unlimited. Point your, hand, point your hands this way. Point your hands this way. Point your hands. What's your first name? All right, already, Michael. You, Michael. Sure, All right. I just need you to point your hands this way, and I need you to shout. It's already done. One more time. It's already done. It's already done. Now for the Holy Ghost, shout. It's already. What the the best praise you can raise up for this couple? are going to be testimonies. Whatever you do from here on, thank you. The things that God is going to do in and with and through you is going to blow people's minds. And for whatever reason, you'll be able to remember this day God is with me. And my brother, I see at least some major doors that God is opening for you as we speak. need seven couples seven couples to come and give these folk seven hugs 
seven, seven of you leave. Come on, let him use you. Just stay right there. Come on, everybody. Just begin to praise him and pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, I could keep on going, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what, what Mr. Bill Little used to say sometime to his musician. We're going to wrap it up, James. There are others of you that I see in the Holy Ghost that God is speaking. Grab a hold of what was just released and you're going to see the fruit of it in your life. I say you're going to see the fruit of it. I'm excited about what's, what's going on with this couple right here. And it's, it was something just drawing me to them. But I want you to look at somebody and say, neighbor, you are going to make it. Just don't doubt in this season. I heard, I heard something, and I'm, I'm going to make a plaque of it. It's by Pastor, uh, Pastor Jonathan Miller, I believe it is. And, uh, and as I close tonight, I'm going to share it with you. Just tell your neighbor, don't doubt in this season. There are three things that I believe we cannot doubt in this season. Number one, we cannot doubt God. We have to believe he has a plan for us no matter how difficult the day, how tempestuous the time, or contentious the calling. We have got to trust that it is all working out in our favor. These challenges are going to produce a champion in us. So we've got to remain faithful to believing that our God is on our side. Number two, you cannot doubt yourself. No more self-condemnatory conversations or speaking down. No more coming into agreement with the negative statements of others. You have got to change your own confession to become your own biggest cheerleader. God did not call you to be your worst critic. He wants you to be your own supporter. And in times when your spirit is low, encourage yourself. Tell your neighbor, encourage yourself. You got to tell yourself, I am a winner. I am an overcomer. I am worth the fight. I will accomplish the goal. You need to let your own ears hear your own words register in your own mind so that you'll believe in your own heart and that, that that way you can overcome anything. And the third thing is you cannot doubt your circle in this season. I need you to tell your neighbor, know who you're in agreement with. You cannot doubt your circle in this season. If you sense anything around you that should not be, uh, that should not be there, amen, don't accept it. Amen to God. Hallelujah. If it's not totally acceptable, you need to make some adjustments, make some pivots, make some repositions. Amen. Amen. As necessary to ensure that you don't end in a situation that compromises your assignment. Now, this is something he said, and I stuck a pin in it. It's much better to have a small, secure circle than a, than a suspect entourage. You don't need a loud crowd. You just need a few and a crew that are battle-tested and are ready to move forward. We're in a time where it's no longer about who you are in a grouping with. It's about who you are in agreement with. Grow in God, secure yourself, stabilize your circle, and watch how this year will yield benefits, advantages, and favor in a way that you've never experienced before. I need you to grab somebody's hand and tell them it's on now. 
if you would apply those things to your life, what's to come is better than what has been. The, 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 the challenges that you're facing right now, there are some advantages in those adversities. Something good is coming out of it. I'm closing, Bishop. I shared with Bishop, Kennedy Sanders was a member of our church, one of the soldiers that was killed in the, in the, in the drone attack. She was, she was one. I had to tell the parents that everything that God allows to happen is redemptive. I remember Kennedy as a, as a young child, as a baby, grew up in the church. Her mother, was, her mother grew up in the church. Her grandmother was our first youth leader. At her home going, I ministered God's masterpiece. The scripture tells us that we are his workmanship. The New Living Translation says we are his masterpiece. Some people are running sprints while others are running marathons. She happened to run, run a sprint. You that's in this room tonight, you're here on purpose. And, and as I close, I want you to understand, whatever happens in, the, in your life in 2024, if God allows it, there's something big coming out of it. God used Kennedy Sanders to bring the world to Waycross, Georgia. And gave us all a stage that we would not have had without her sacrifice. Let me ask the question, what are you going to do with the sacrifices that have been made in your behalf? These people aren't here without sacrifice. They can't stay here without sacrifice. I read something, Craig Rochelle made a statement. He said, you're only as, as powerful as you are honest. These are the days you, you and I have to make real assessments about where we are. The Bible says examine yourself. Leaders, leaders have to specialize in self-examination. Because you can't lead where you won't go. You cannot teach what you don't know. You cannot raise the level of somebody else from beneath them. You have to get above in order to really raise them. And the thing that most people don't understand about leadership is we've already dotted I's and crossed T's as it relates to ego. What we do now, we do out of service. Because we recognize you serve your way into greatness. One faithful step at a time. Well, I've been here many times, but the Lord never really did me quite like this here here so I want everybody to stand for the last time Bishop, in the words of Daffy Duck a dear a dear a dear a dear a dear that's all that's all get somebody's hand if you're here tonight God's got something great in store for you Talk to my little sister right here. Can I talk to you for a second? God's got something great in store for you. Your eyes have not seen, your ears have heard.
the things that God has in store. When I saw you earlier, I felt something special from you. And there's something special that God's going to do for you in 2024. Yes, Lord, but not many days. Amen. It's beyond money. It's beyond material. What God is about to do for you. Little sister, I hear God say, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. But, next time, even something, Ananasia, that you thought was over, God knows. God said, tell you, he didn't forget you. He said he couldn't. He never Am I talking to anybody? As I be a man of God, I promise you, watch what, watch what happens. Now, your, your time also is, is within this, between now and the 31st. But God's going to soothe your spirit. God's going to show you his care. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's going to literally, you're going to literally feel like God took you to the spa. It just gave you a day with him. He says he didn't forget you. He knows your heart. He honors you. I want none day that I'm Let's join with God and honor what he's placed in this young lady. Can, can I borrow your hands? Bishop, can I borrow her hands? Would you lay your hands in her belly? Out of her belly. There you go. Shall flow rivers. What's getting ready to happen to you? I see people coming to you. And I see nuggets. It's like golden nuggets coming out of your mouth. Being just what people need in that hour. He has used you, but he's going to use you more. I see him putting something in your hands. There have been times that you felt like, Lord, did you forget me? But the Holy Ghost wants me to reiterate, he didn't forget. Come on, now, 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 say Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're in this room, slip your hands up wherever you are. Because that word is not just for her, it's for somebody else. Reach up and know God didn't forget you. There's somebody here, you've been dealing, having some problems in some, some business situations. And somebody else, your money hung up. God's getting ready to release that, that financial breakthrough for you. I see somebody else dealing with paperwork. God's getting ready to get in your paperwork. He's moving in your behalf. You're going to tell Bishop. You're going to tell somebody that after the night it got done. God's moving in your behalf. Father, we pray tonight. There's anyone here that is outside of the ark of safety. Anyone here that's betwixt and between. If you don't know Jesus, Jesus is the answer for the whole world. He's ready, to, he's ready, willing, and able to save. If you don't know him, I can introduce you to him. I know him personally. Amen. He's God's son. He's the son of Savior. Amen. He's everything you need and then some. He's ready to heal you. He's ready to deliver. If you're here tonight 
Amen. If you're not saved, first of all, certainly want to pray for you. But amen to God, as we get ready to close this particular session, amen to God, I want to, I don't know who it is. It may be somebody else, amen, that, that you need something from the Lord. I'm, I'm trying to move, but if you need something from the Lord, I don't want, I don't want you to leave here without the miracle of the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many believe you receive from the Lord tonight? Come on, clap those hands. Give God praise. Father, I pray over every saint, every child of God. I pray over the families that's represented here tonight. I pray that miracles, signs, and wonders would be wrought on every life, that these great people will have testimonies, that they will share what you have done, that the Spirit of the Lord has done in this place. Father God, I pray that those that will see, oh God, this service, that will view this service, be streaming or whatever, I pray for miracles, signs and wonders in that room, in that house, in that home, driving along in the automobile. God, let miracles, signs, and wonders be wrought in Jesus' precious name. Lord, let the rest of this meeting be the best of the meeting. Father God, anoint every speaker, anoint every word that comes. Let the man and woman of God and the family be blessed like never before. Let this be the greatest celebration of all times in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said amen. Come on, clap your hands and give God praise. I'm going to just challenge everybody who can. If you would sow a $100 seed tonight, everybody who can, if you would sow a $100 seed, if you can, amen, sow a $100 seed, we're going to share, we're going to share our offering. We're, we're bringing, we're giving a, a, our seed offering tonight. Everybody that can, I don't, I know God has been good to you, amen, I want you just to be, amen, a blessing tonight to this man of God. Bishop, I can't even put in words how how much Bishop and Lady B mean to me. I hope my coming tonight says a little bit about what they mean to me and what this great church means to me. You all are inspirational to me. Amen. You are inspirational to me. I love you. I love talking about you, bragging on you. The winning church. Lord, if I could sing it like Bishop. I'd, the winning church. I'd sing it, but I can't sing it like Bishop. Amen. I admire them. I admire what they've accomplished in the Lord, but I know him. And there's, there's a whole lot more in store for this great church. 